Hi, everybody. It's Kevin Clark with another great episode of Decoding Real Estate in Baldwin County, Alabama. I am so happy to talk to you today. I've got a great podcast. It's about investing in real estate. I wanted to touch on a few simple points and just let people know that real estate over the course of time in the United States has been one of the greatest wealth building vehicles available to an individual and their family. I wanted to go over just a few points to remind you that it's it's just without a doubt more millionaires have been made with real estate than anything else. That's my opinion, but I'm sure it's true. So, why do I love real estate? Well, let me tell you the first thing. Real estate appreciates. Now, there are times when you'll have situations where your real estate will lose value. It happens. Happened in 08. It's probably coming up in 2024 where prices are going to soften. But over the long run, real estate appreciates and appreciates better than most any other investment opportunity. I think it's better than gold. I think it's better than the stock market. I just think it's more stable, and I think it's a great opportunity. Now, what's another nice part about real estate that stocks, bonds, gold, silver can't give you? Well, if you're an investor and you have some money put aside and you buy a property, could be a home, a duplex, multifamily, commercial building, warehouse, doesn't matter. The best part about it is not only will your property appreciate in value over time, but you can depreciate the improvements. So let's say a property's worth $300,000 and the land's worth 100000 and the improvements, like the buildings or the house, is worth 200000 That $200,000 you can depreciate or take a tax write-off against over a period of time during the ownership of that property. And that can offset, if you have rental income coming into or other income that you want to shelter, meaning not have to pay taxes on. Now, I'm not an accountant, but I know you can depreciate investment property. Now, people say, well, what if I just want to invest in real estate by buying a home instead of renting? Well, as your primary residence, you get a lot of tax benefits also. Can't depreciate the house, but you get tax benefits that if the house, over the course of time, increases in value, you get certain amounts of your profit of owning that home, meaning the appreciation. If you live there for a certain period of time, usually, I think, two out of the last five years, and you can deduct up to... For an individual, I believe it's 250000 For a married couple, it's 500000 With the way prices have jumped up, that's a lot of tax-free money. But the reality is, you also get to buy homes as your primary residence for very, very, very low amount of down payment. FHA loans, 3.5%. VA loans, zero down. You've got loans that have conventional 
meaning that they can be conforming. That's only 20% down, which some people can do. But the reality is, unlike other areas around the world, you can get a loan and not have to put too much money down to be able to buy that property. And with all the tax benefits of writing off interest and other things that you can do with primary residence, it's a win-win. So not only will you get appreciation, but you get to protect your value of your home by not having to pay tax on some of it if you meet the requirements. And if it's an investment property, you're going to be able to depreciate or write off some of the value of the land, of the improvements. So that's a pretty good thing. The other thing is that it tends to be very stable. And it is really a good, consistent return on real estate over the course of time. Whether it's 2%, 5%, 10%, you don't have to do anything about it. Just maintain the property like you would any other house. And five years later, 10 years later, you're going to have a home that's going to be worth more than what you bought for in most cases. And you've had all the tax benefits, especially if it's an investment property. So the reality is you get appreciation, you get depreciation, you get a consistent return, you get great rental income if you're going to rent out an investment property or if you're going to basically turn your primary residence into a rental. Now I say talk to your accountants to see what impact it has on your taxes. But the reality is there are so many options when it comes to owning real estate of what you can do with it. If you own a business, you can buy a commercial piece of property and you can put your business in that property. Now, if your business has to pay rent somewhere, why not pay it to yourself? Legitimately have a lease with your business. If it's a family-owned business and you need to have an office space to run that business, if you can afford to purchase a piece of property that you can actually put that business in and have it pay for the cost of that mortgage and the interest on that mortgage, it's a win-win. You're having to pay an expense you're always going to have to pay if you have a business. Why not put that into your own pocket? You can have that property in a limited liability company or it could be in a family trust, whatever the case may be. If you have a business where you need office space and you can, instead of paying rent to a third party or some other landlord, you can pay it to yourself. Not only are you paying off your building with your own rent that you've got to pay anyway, you're creating value for that property and you're also creating stability knowing that if you don't want the rents to increase on you, which happens sometimes with landlords, they increase rents when a lease expires, you're going to be in a position to get a more stable rental situation for your business. So there's so many different ways to be able to invest and make money, whether it's for your personal residence, whether it's for a real estate investment reference, or for a business that you may have. If, if I have, let's say, a body shop that I run, it's my family business. Well, I could get a warehouse and I could move that body shop into that warehouse. And then I can pay rent to 
the comp the landlord who is me because I bought the land. And whether you set it up so that it benefits your kids, you're still having a piece of real estate that's appreciated in value. And the mortgage on that property, if you didn't pay all cash, is being paid for by your business, which is perfectly legal and legitimate. You talk to your accountant about it and your lawyer and say, hey, can I do this legally? Of course you can. It makes perfect sense. And that's how a lot of families and people build generational wealth. They start small, they get great advice, get a great realtor, accountant, uh, CPA, lawyer, and they're able to move forward and make their family's life and experience with real estate much better. They can really have a lot of success. And I think that's a wonderful thing. I mean, doing those types of things with creating wealth through real estate and creating stability for the family is fantastic. Now, you can also, in many cases, generate cash flow, meaning that let's say you find a building and you want to put, you want to invest in that building, and maybe you have a, a business that you run that could use part of the building, and then you can rent out the other part of the property, you can make cash flow to help create extra wealth and income for the family or you as a business. Additionally, let's say you want to purchase a duplex. You decide to live in one of the units and you rent out the other. It makes perfect sense. It's a way to build wealth and create stability for your family. And so with those things in mind, you've got an ability to not only get a hedge against inflation, because if inflation is running high like it has been in the recent past, property appreciates accordingly, which it has in our state, as well as the rest of the United States. Additionally, you also get a diversification of your portfolio. Let's say you already have cash in the bank, or you have money in stocks, you've got a home, you could still invest in real estate and get more balance in your investment portfolio. And you talk to your investor, counsel a certified financial planner. Those individuals be able to give you great advice and let you know if this makes sense for you to do in the future. Now, I've always said this, real estate's one of the biggest wealth builders in the United States, and it still is. And I believe that if you set aside money and you have the ability to invest in real estate, doesn't have to be anything very big, then you're going to be in a position to create more stability and wealth for your family and increase their quality of life and standard of living like no other investment. Everybody sees how the stock market, it goes up in value, but it goes through wild gyrations sometimes. And real estate's more stable than that. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't invest in the stock market. I do, and I think it's a wonderful way to invest in America and companies in the United States and be able to get involved in products or services <coughs> Excuse me, that those companies represent. And I think that with the right advice of a stockbroker or financial advisor, you can do very well in the stock market if you have 
done your due diligence and you've studied on it and researched it and have gotten great advice from a financial advisor. Likewise with real estate. What do I say? Get a great realtor agent. Get a lot of advice from your accountant, CPA, mortgage broker, banker, um, your lawyer, family, and get an idea of what you want to do for the future financially, what money you have available that you can invest so in case you know you run into a situation, you're not stuck with not having the money needed to cover that emergency, whatever that case may be. We always say six months to a year of emergency funds that are liquid in cash in the bank, maybe getting some interest on it. But the bottom line is, whatever you can put away is important. I always hear about now people saying that in the news, most Americans only have, barely have $400 saved up for emergencies. We don't want that for people. I don't want that for people. I want people to know that even beyond having down payment money and money for the earnest money and money for paying the taxes and property insurance and so forth, the mortgage with interest, <clears throat> you always want to have extra cash socked away so that if an emergency happens, you're not scrambling to use a credit card or to borrow money from somebody. You want to be able to have some money in reserve. So if you have extra money beyond that reserve that you need in case of emergencies to be able to invest and can do it where you're not setting yourself up for failure, but rather setting yourself up for success. And you talk to your professionals that are in your toolbox the accountants and CPAs and lawyers and your financial advisors and your spouse or your better half or your life partner, whatever the case may be, is you get the advice necessary and you make a really well-educated research decision. Then you're going to be successful in investing in real estate. Stability, tax advantages, appreciation, depreciation of that asset to get the offsets against income or money that you're making off that piece of real estate, stability, diversification of your portfolio, and a hedge against inflation. All those things make real estate a wonderful investment. So with that in mind, find a great realtor agent, start having that discussion, find out what your options are, see if you can make an investment in real estate that's going to, in the long term, be a smart move for you. I thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope it opened your eyes a little more about investing in real estate. You know, it's there's no stupid questions. So when you have questions about investing in real estate or buying your home or selling your home, if it's your primary residence, ask those questions of your realtor or your person who's giving you advice on it. Because I'll tell you, the more work you put into it, the more sweat equity you make in regards to buying and selling real estate. And by that, I mean learning about the subject, doing some research, asking a lot of questions of people you trust, looking on the internet, but being careful about when you're reading articles, remember to always think about from what perspective is that individual or company writing that article about real estate? Do they have an agenda that's other than what they represent? You always have to be careful on the internet there's a lot of people out there that are selling snake oil and you don't want that. You want to get great advice from great people. That's why I always say, if you want to talk about real estate or have or have questions or are going to be down here in the Alabama Gulf Coast, give me a call, 
599-6375. I thank you so much for listening to the podcast, taking time out for your day to enjoy it. I hope it's been helpful. Remember to look at our two websites, foulpointrealestate.com and searchballincountyal.com. Great tools, great resource for looking up real estate and getting great information about how real estate works. I want to thank you again, tell you how much I appreciate you listening, and I will have another great episode of Decoding Real Estate in Baldwin County, Alabama. It's so beautiful down here. The weather's cooling off a little bit. I'm truly blessed to be here, and I hope you're doing great, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.